Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back to Package Your Genius. I am so happy that you have joined me here today. If you are in the United States of America, you are celebrating or maybe you're not celebrating and just hanging out and chilling, but you are experiencing Labor Day, which is a federal holiday here for us. And most people I know have the day off. Even people who are independent and have their own companies like me tend to take this day off. So I hope you had a really great holiday. For me, this is a really significant Labor Day because it is the day before the first day of school. I am so excited. You would think I was starting at a new school. And I guess I kind of am because my kids are beginning a new school journey tomorrow. So we've got a new school, a new school community to get to know, new school rules to learn, new school culture, new drop off and pick up location, just a whole new routine. And I'm excited about it. But it started to make me think about how this is really the beginning of a new era and an end of an old era. So what I mean by that is for me, the last two back to school fall seasons have been filled with, you know, the process of just getting set up to go to a new school. So my kids are um, in middle school. So elementary school was wrapping up for one child. It wrapped up a couple of years ago for my oldest child and he was in middle school but we knew that we were trying to get the boys both into a private school so moving from the charter school system to the private school system and this more than an ocean especially in the DC area as I've talked about before and so what that has meant is that for the past two years in the fall, we've been going to open houses, we've been taking the test, the standardized test that you have to take to submit your test scores for to gain admission into these schools. We've been filling out applications and writing essays and just really doing our due diligence, collecting our recommendations. Oh my God, to all the teachers that I have begged for recommendations to submit with our applications to get those done on time. Thank you (laughs) to all the friends, to everyone who chipped in, because this was really a team effort. Just getting kids into school is it's it's again, it's more than a notion. So anyway, um, I don't think I was prepared for the amount of time that it was going to take to do that process right. And the first year that we tried, we were waitlisted for all the schools we applied to. But this past year, we found a school home that's the perfect perfect fit for us and what we're looking for for the boys. And so 
it worked out. We got in, everything worked out well, and we are starting tomorrow. And it made me think about the room that is going to be opened up in my fall schedule because this has become my routine for for the fall is really just buckling down and finding any extra time that I have and putting it into the school process. So now that that season of getting in to a school is over, what is it my season to do? And that's the question that I wanted to ask you because invariably, one season is probably ending for you too. So what is it your season to do? I first started thinking about this concept of seasonal goal setting with Miko Whitlock. He is an amazing mindfulness, mindset and productivity coach. He runs a company called Mindful Techie. And he is an alumni of Packager Genius Academy, which is where we got to know each other really well. And we've worked together. He's been in my programs. I've participated in his programs and he's come and guest lectured for our academy students. But he has this phenomenal framework around goal setting and um, just like purposefully thinking through what you want your days to look like so that you can really work in your purpose and achieve the most important goals to you. Because if we don't define the things that we want to be spending our time on, typically we end up living our lives by default. So he really helps you to slow down and figure out what you want to be doing and what you want to accomplish and what is important to you. And then take a step back to see if how you are spending your time is in alignment with the things that you say that you want. So a couple of years ago, I remember taking one of his courses on goal setting and vision planning, and he made me think through my life vision, my goals, and my priorities. So your life vision is the big vision, the big picture that you have for yourself, and then your goals are you know, some of those touch points that let you know you are fulfilling that vision and then your priorities are the things that help you reach your goals. Now, this is even still somewhat complicated for me to process. It's not my zone of genius. This is definitely Miko's area of expertise. And if you're curious about his work, definitely check out his website. But also there are two separate episodes of Packager Genius if you search for them and I'll link for them, link to them in the show notes. But I've interviewed him twice on the podcast and he shared some amazing gems where he breaks down this process. And this is probably a really good time of year just to revisit Miko's episodes anyway, because it's a new season and a new time to think about your goals. But anyway, he breaks down your, he has you look at your vision, your goals, but then your priorities. And I remember he told me, you know, Amanda, you can only have two major priorities at a time. And the way he was teaching goal setting was looking at each quarter. So every three months, what are the two things that you want to focus on for this quarter? So that per quarter thinking really revolutionized my approach to goal setting because I realized that I would say I had so many goals and so many things I wanted to do, 
but I was piling them all onto my calendar at the same time. Like I wasn't really practically thinking through the amount of time that I had to actually focus on a major project. So I may say, I wanna write a book and I want to launch an art exhibit and I want to launch a new program for my academy and I want to take my kids to China right? Like these are all big things that require additional time and effort each week. And if I'm trying to get them all done in a quarter, obviously it's possible, but to really do it well, especially those projects that take sustained time, it makes more sense to just focus on two things right now and then maybe save two more things for next quarter and just keep going like that. And that way of approaching it has really worked for me. So anyway, as Miko has taught me, we can only get so much done in any given season. And so as we enter a new season, I want you to be thinking about what will be your focus for this season. I'll say it again. What will be your focus for this season? What is it your season to do because if you're anything like me you probably are making long lists of goals that you want to accomplish at the beginning of each year right but then how are you actually practically breaking those down and getting them done which goal will you go after say if you you did make a list of goals in the beginning of the year what is it your season to go after now right like which goal will you go after during this particular quarter? When I look at my goal list, I am so excited to have some extra room in my schedule to focus on writing. So writing some new projects has really been on my heart. And now I have the room in the space mentally to focus on that. So I've been doing some research and reporting for my next book project. And I know that writing something big is going to consume my time this fall, and it's going to be one of my major priorities. I'm not sure completely what the other one is going to be, but I do know that writing is going to be one of the two. And I know that space has been made in my mind and on my calendar, and I'm excited about figuring out what has been put on my heart or which project that has been put on my heart. Is it time for me to put that energy toward? So maybe you're looking at a similar thing. Maybe your kids are going back to school and you're going to have extra time or maybe you have an empty nest. Maybe your kids have gone off to college or maybe you don't have kids and you are going to be moving to a new city in this season. And so your typical evening routine will be different. You'll be freed up. Um, so maybe some key relationships have ended, right? Maybe you have a friend or two that's moved on or moved to a new city and they used to take out a ton of your time, but they won't be in your life in the same way that they were. Maybe you parted ways with someone who you used to hang with a lot, and now you've got to figure out what to do with yourself. And then maybe even you lost someone, maybe someone passed away, and you have a void now in your life and on your schedule to fill what will you fill it with? What is it your season to do? I know it is difficult to think about losing people and the space that loss creates for us. But 
life is a cycle and in every ending, there is a new beginning. I know that even though the process of gaining admission to school is over, a whole new process of getting acclimated to the school will begin and it will take up my time. It will take up a different amount of my time. It will take my time up in a different way, but I am now free to move into that chapter. And, you know, when I think about people who have left my life or who are no longer um, in place, I'm thinking actually of a a close friendship that came to an end um, this past summer. And at first I was really sad about it. I was sad about, you know, losing the activities and the different things that we would do together. But interestingly enough, it was almost like the image of a revolving door, like the door, um, yeah, I guess those are revolving doors in restaurants where you go in and you jump out before the door (laughs) keeps going. But it was like, as soon as that friendship kind of just, you know, dissolved and, and very naturally ran its course and ended, Another friend whom I had been close with years before, but had never really been able to get kind of back on the right track with, or kind of not on the right track, that's the wrong phrase, back into a rhythm of just, you know, communicating and seeing each other and checking in because she moved around a lot. She moved from the West Coast back to DC and now, you know, there are times when we're reconnecting and spending time and it's like I would not have had the time to to reconnect with her had this other friendship not kind of made room for that and so I know it can be sad to think about when people are leaving our lives but it's it's been true in my life at least that whenever something comes to an end there typically is something else headed our way that we can't necessarily see or room is being made in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in our calendars for us to um, be present for what is to unfold in our lives that we're just not aware of yet. So I hope that in the clearing, whatever is ending, whatever season you find yourself um, watching come to an end, I hope that in the clearing, you will find the opening to pursue what has been pursuing you. That is my prayer for you, my wish for you, my goal for you, my hope for you. That is something, whatever is ending, comes to an end. You know, when you open your eyes and see the room that has been created by this this ending, that you will see what it's your season to do and you can start to pursue the thing that that you've been called to do. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that you found this helpful and honestly I had no idea I was going to share all of that. That's not even in my notes but hey (laughs) that's what I love about this daily podcast thing. You just get that authenticity. You get the truth. You're gonna get this Amanda however she comes because I don't have the time to make up some fake uh, facade to share with you. But anyway, 
Speaking of seasons and what is it your season to do, it may be your season to get clear on your brand and it may be your season to get massive visibility through the media. If you're feeling like it's that time for you to pursue media exposure or to pursue clarity around your brand, maybe the brand that you have just isn't really working and you're not really sure why you've been trying at it, you're watching other people gain traction, but you're not quite getting the traction that you feel like you should given the time you've put in, or maybe it just doesn't feel right. You know how sometimes it's working and things are good, but it just doesn't feel right. Like it's not all the way there. If you're feeling any of those feelings, I invite you to explore what we have coming up in Packager Genius Academy. We have um, opened enrollment for both the Packager Genius Academy Visibility Academy. It's my signature personal branding program, as well as the Maximum Exposure PR Mastermind, where we focus on getting media exposure for our clients every single month. So if either of those things speaks to you, and you feel like it's your season to go after that extreme clarity or to go after that media exposure, I invite you to visit PackagerGeniusAcademy.com and explore both the Visibility Academy and the PR Mastermind because we would love to chat with you about how we can help you reach your goals should this be your season to do so. That's about it for me, guys. I'm excited. Day two. Um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I have some ideas for you about exposure speaking of it and how you can use the things that bother you and the things that you disagree with to get more attention and exposure for your brand. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.